What's up, everyone? This is your host, Daniel. And Javi, and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, we uplift indigenous and Latino insights on a variety of topics that highlight the intersectionality of both cultures. Expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine chilling with your two best friends, talking smack, and throwing a little shade. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Brown Sound Season 5, Episode Tresse Con Javi. Yo. Estamos aquí. Somos nosotros. What's going on, Chiquex? What's going on, little pata sucia? Uh, it's pata limpia now, Chiquex. Yeah. Why only one pata? <laughs> I was cracking up because when I was texting you earlier today, I was like, oh, Pitbull dropped this new album. I was like, oh, the music is kind of like the music you and your, you know, non-cultural <laughs> friends would probably dance to. Like, it's very club, like, <laughs> you know, but they had some good songs on there. And one of them was called Pata Sucia. And I was like, doesn't that just mean, like, dirty leg? <laughs> like, what is that? Well, I don't know. It was, it was, it's, a, it's an interesting. It's a, so I did listen. I did listen to the album because, you know, it's Pitbull back in the day, like you know, yeah, yeah. Pitbull it, was Pitbull was like our version of Bad Bunny back then. Yeah, you so know, like, like, a party wasn't a party unless Pitbull was in it, and it yeah, and it was almost like mm-hmm. for a second he was featured on like everybody's songs. Remember that for a every minute? Every song, every song, yeah. Pitbull was up and about. But like these these songs that he's playing, they're almost like remixes of or like he he took like yeah, a, they're like samples. Yeah, like he took some samples from some songs, and um, I'm not hating them. He did a suavemente. No, I'm not. One with Elvis Crespo yeah. and I was like okay I you know I jam with Elvis too like boom, yeah boom, 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 boom. yeah yeah it had definitely like fist bump yeah. like club like I feel like I should have like a vodka soda or something yeah, you know like 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 we would probably close down the club with like those kind of vibes yeah <laughs> yeah with your pata sucia <laughs> yeah some of the songs I was listening to on my word work I was like okay I, I could feel this yeah. you know and it, it, um it it was. It did take me a second though, because I was like, I don't, you know, I. I yeah. Are, you, <laughs> are we a little too old for this type of music now? Like, are, are, should we be? You know, I don't know. It was one of those things though, or I was just like, you know, like just because Pitbulls wouldn't have been one of my favorite artists, obviously growing up. I feel like my friend group were like, we didn't even know Spanish back then in middle school when we started listening to Pitbull, and we just, you know, we used to listen to him back then to all his different like um, when he was like a rapper yeah. though, like when he actually like did like rap music and. And then went to like uh kind of mainstream stuff but i've always been a big fan of pitbull and i always try to tell my cousin alicia because she's the marketing director for our casino i'm always like you gotta get pitbull to come with the rest. <laughs> oh chica but i think he's i think he's a lot of money i think he's pretty pricey so though. they had him for the boise music festival a few few years back and i took my family to oh, that because wow. i thought oh yeah pitbull everybody's gonna be here but it was mostly like a lot of non-latino folks that were in it and they weren't really a- oh. appreciating it as much as like i was because i <laughs> Yeah, I was like, dale, you know, I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
and uh yeah didn't didn't that man that energy was not there at that at that mm. event so it was a little yeah, it was a little that, different that makes that kind of makes sense yeah. you know i got to see pitbull perform during whiskey fest over in pendleton oh, yeah. and they had him perform with uh blake shelton which is a very random oh, mix yeah. but it was probably one of the like i feel like it was a very lit concert like everyone was vibing to pitbull like there was like a ton of like latino people oh, there yeah. at the concert so it was just like everyone was just like Woo. It seems like no. it's one of those that particular matchup seems like like a little bit for everybody. Like for some yeah, people, yeah, like it was like for some. It's like yeah. you have all the country people, but then you also have like all the like we need a good beat people. Like I don't know. Like it was yeah, like, we need to something to shake a little ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there is one album I'm excited for come that's coming out tonight. Actually, well, probably when this podcast drops, so the album will be out. But Bad Bunny's new album is coming out Friday, so that's gonna be I guess an exciting thing to look forward to for the weekend yeah. to listen to and you know drink to it maybe who knows yeah <laughs> who knows what's gonna happen but oh um cheek i was gonna tell you because um i'm all for especially nostalgic music especially with pitbull um guess who i'm gonna go see in concert tonight actually and you we've been to their concert like you and i and all our good friends back in the day macklemore yep that's exactly so i haven't i I, right like it's kind of that was the last time i saw him was at nin u of i (laughs) during those days but he does have good i mean the can't hold us record is good that's the (laughs) thrift shop is a little played out but i mean everything else is you know macklemore i just had this conversation the other day with mateo because we were talking about like white rappers of like like actual good rappers who you know aren't really from the like that culture but like pick it up and can actually rap and we were talking about macklemore like him and jack harlow probably like one of the two top like i feel like we felt at the time like pretty like rappers like like non, you know, like like white rappers who can actually rap. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like Eminem, obviously Eminem, yeah, he can rap and we know that he's legendary. But like nowadays, there really hasn't been anyone since him. And so we were talking about Macklemore and Jack Harlow. We're like, no, they actually got some bars. Yeah. So that's, that's crazy that you're going to go well, see Macklemore So full disclaimer, I have not really followed up with any of his new music because I, you know. I, I didn't know he had any music. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not hating on Macklemore. performing? <laughs> I'm not either, but I just, I. I, I did. I enjoyed Macklemore when he was out, but I haven't heard anything new, new right? from him. That's where I'm at. So I. <laughs> Is this just like a memory lane to her? Like, <laughs> for, I can't change even if I. Try. <laughs> I remember that one. Um, oh, can't hold the right. strip shop. Oh, Corner Store. Corner Store is a Cadillac good one. Cadillac was another um, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, we'll see. Walk up in the club like I. <laughs> You're like, walk up in the club like I gotta. <laughs> you can finish the lyrics. The listeners can. The listeners can finish those lyrics. They, so. they know the no, but I'm I'm actually really stoked because it's nostalgic one. Um, so it's gonna bring me mm-hmm. back to some of those old college days. It's funny. Okay, Macklemore. Uh, the other thing I was thinking about was like that one particular time that was like a that was a big concert at U of I that we hadn't really had before mm-hmm. during the time we were there. And then the other part and was. That was like before he like that was like right in his era like right before he 
really blew right. up too. So like we got to see him for free. For free, yeah. Know? Like that's kind of cool. Well, we got the hookup from my brother who used to work for the Kibby Dome, and he got us oh, VIP yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? So we got to go down to mm-hmm, to the floor because yeah. wasn't it like seniors or graduating seniors yeah. only or something? Yeah. And we were like, oh yeah, that was that was a fun concert oh, though. Oh. I remember from what I remember, oh, yeah. it was a fun concert. Oh, wasted a ticket on someone who's not even my friend anymore. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I still have that picture too. Oh, don't we all? <laughs> the big group don't we, picture. Don't we, don't we all cheek X? Oh, I oh. <laughs> no, but I I wanted to touch a little bit on. Um, let's switch gears a little bit. Like we mm. have we have a lot going on. I think you and I have some things in the works here for season six that we're like excited to share with everybody. Oh, season six will be pretty cool. Season six. Brown just Brownstown is working behind the scenes. Like just wait until we get these paperwork all <laughs> skirt away we're coming out with a bang we're gonna be yeah it's yeah i'm excited for brown it's gonna be yeah. a thing it's gonna yeah it's definitely gonna be i'm like we are finally gonna start making some money <laughs> i i am just excited to take everybody on this journey with us because we started mm-hmm. with what like not that many followers and download and now like yeah you know now we have a lot we're of downloads almost close to a thousand we're almost close to a thousand followers on instagram i think we have like 900 or 899 followers or something we're getting there which which isn't like it isn't a big influencer but it's still enough that helps us get the downloads Mm -hmm. uh people are sharing our stuff and i'm excited to take everybody on this journey with us it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a ride and who knows where brown sound will will be cheek maybe will pop up next (laughs) who knows oh just just release a brown sound clothing line Yeah, <laughs> a brown sound um like uh, underwear line. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, I don't sound good. Brown sound underwear. Oh, brown uh, line. Totally. Brown line in your brown yeah. sound underwear. That's gross. yeah. All I know is that we are branding a color, and it's gonna be dope. It's just going to be, y'all just got to wait until we get this. It's like, who, yeah. I mean, who, who, who do we think we are? We're <laughs> <laughs> just out here doing we, it. That's, we know, might just need a, I'm excited. We might just need our own show, Cheek to share the journey. That's yeah. Yeah. Um, we need, we need, and then once, you know, once we're there, you know, we'll, I have, there. I have had a few people ask me if like we needed like a, you know, cause you know, we, we talk about how we do everything ourselves. Oh, yeah. I do all the audio editing. You do all the social media stuff yeah. and pe- someone, a few people have asked like oh like do you need someone i'm like well we can't pay you right now but hopefully along the lines we could get some some you know some way to do it worthy contestants yeah yeah. yeah, to apply but no i was like i had a people ask me that over the weekend and i was like well i mean i i wouldn't want to put that pressure on you because it's a lot but i mean we we, i mean we're not personally gonna pay you but (laughs) like we don't even pay ourselves (laughs) just kidding well and that's the thing we always have tight turnaround on our episodes so mm-hmm. we've gotten in a good flow yeah. on you know we know what our timelines are every time we're going to release an episode there is a lot of yeah. work in the background that goes to like planning your like media campaigns yeah. your your audio production your all those things topics it's everything i mean so it, it'd be it's a lot but it's we're we're doing we're, good i think i feel like we have a pretty good head on our shoulders i moving forward what i'm excited about too is and i think we got this comment from one of our good friends it was like one of our previous guests and he said that he was proud of us for finding um our own unique way that doesn't follow anyone else's uh 
mm-hmm. like template on how to do this. We're just figuring out we've made something that yeah. works for us and it works. So I'm I'm happy for that. Created our own wave. Yeah. So anyways, Cheek I will end. I'm excited for season six. I'll end it on that. But today mm-hmm. we wanted to have a discussion on double standards. Uh, double standards oh. that are out there between mm-hmm. between men, women, and anybody in between. But we society and especially from our culture because we're we're going to be sharing culturally but also just in general Mm -hmm. some of the things that we've noticed for double standards and by no way or like means am i saying that i'm perfect with this there's things that i'm still working through and identifying my own my own uh prejudices (laughs) on like you know my role and what i need to do and how i see other people also doing what they should be doing but i think overall i'm thinking um we're in an we're in a day and age now chicax where people are sharing like their frustrations with how we pin yeah. uh, how people should be in our society and that's frustrating so let's jump mm-hmm. let's jump in i want to have a conversation with you to start off because I, I thought it'd be funny and it'd be a good way to kind of just ease into the topic uh-huh. grooming habits chicax so oh i don't know like <laughs> i don't know if you know and you do uh there are <laughs> there are certain expectations for like how men sh- should be like rugged right and mm-hmm. there's this expectation on women too that they should be like beautifully polished and like perfect skin uh but now in age and what i've noticed like on social media is like there's a lot of male influencers who touch on like just grooming habits for men and taking care of your Mm -hmm. skin and like you know using Mm -hmm. creams and using things uh that are traditionally like things that women might look into like even like skincare Mm -hmm. or like anti-aging things um i just want to know like where you sit on that like do you have grooming habits Mm -hmm. that you follow um are you uh wash rag you know rubs your face (laughs) rubs your face type of guy and you're done uh what is your like what do you do what do i do well I mean, growing up, like, as a kid and stuff, I used to have, like, acne and things back in the day. Yeah. But I feel like as I got older, I don't really have that problem anymore. Um, For me, I don't have this long list of, like, things I have to do. Because, like, my, I see my sister, what my sis, younger sister does for her, like, routine. And it's, like, a process. It's probably, like, a good, like, I feel like 10 minutes that she's in the bathroom, like, doing all, like, the different face yeah. routines. But for me, I mean... I I used to always do like um just like a scrub or whatever like with the little beads in oh, it yeah. you know like I always like that feeling of like I don't know like it made my skin feel really fresh and like kind of like tight I okay. guess but as I got older and just seen other different things like that work for me like I really like um the brand Sarah V I oh yeah I hopefully I'm saying that right so I like that brand um I'm gonna give me a sponsor no, <laughs> but like I use their products for like face wash and um I feel like it works I mean I'm not like I don't got a ton of pimples on my face or nothing yeah. um but I'm also a native so I like native people tend to have like oily skin i feel like i don't know what it is but i feel always joke around about having greasy foreheads and stuff (laughs) so i um i mean i try to use things that are like that like oil control or whatever but it i mean it's just i don't know i think as the day goes by you just get a little tap and then it's gone (laughs) but but yeah for me i just usually CeraVe. i like to use their their face wash i like to use their sunscreen i also found out like through tiktok that like applying sunscreen is really good for people like or like especially like melanated skin so i 
I didn't know that. And so I started, you know, I like, I'll put different like little creams on here and there, but I'm not like, I don't have this long list of where I'm sitting there with the little roll. You know, some people have like, rollers yeah, and those. all those. Yeah. Like some people have all this stuff, like, but I don't, I don't do all that. I'm just like. On social media, I've seen people put like little serums. Like they'll have like a little. That's, oh yeah. That like little, that oil type of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. then they like ease it in and like roll it onto their face. Uh, I've never done mm-hmm. that. Let me ask you something. Do you use moisturizer like on your skin? Or yeah. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm big on lotion. I, I feel like I get this compliment all the time when I shake people's hand. They're like, "Oh, your hands are really soft." Oh, my. And I'm like, "It's like, well, yeah, because I work in an office, you know." Uh, but no, I, I, I always get that compliment where it's always like weird for me because I'm like, "Is it was that shade or was that like you really like?" Well, you're like my, because my, my hands are soft, but I do use lotion because I don't like dry hands. You're, you're gonna laugh because my mom calls them uh, manos de señorita. <laughs> <laughs> so i also work in an office and i don't do manual labor so my hands are also very nice and moisturized and soft <laughs> and my mom says oh tienes manos de señorita so <laughs> Like, gracias, mom. I'm all like, yes, gracias, you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I work hard for them. No, I mean, I've always just been big on, I mean, too, like, I don't know if it's just because growing up in, like, my community where there's so many different, like, uh, shades of brown yeah. in my community so I feel like if you were ashy people would make fun of you for being ashy so we just it's just been a thing in my mind like I don't want to look ashy or am I dry yeah. you know so it's just been like ever since I was young I always lotioned up so, <laughs> because I don't want to be ashy have you found in your culture um, or just in general that because you do those things people make fun of you like is there anybody that's ever teased you for like grooming <laughs> like my mom will say the senorita thing and she's joking but also, I'm like, no, that's also like a cultural thing because we're we're saying women stay in the house, yeah. right? What would a señorita do? Well, not do manual labor, <laughs> so their hands are going to be nice and soft. Um, and so I don't do that, but I'm like, there, you know, there's a little, there's yeah. a little jab in every joke, a little bit. Like you really gotta, yeah, yeah, you gotta think about no. like, what does that mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've definitely heard little jabs here and there, especially from like family members who know that I don't do like manual labor. Yeah or sometimes like if I have like anything to do like if it's like yard work like outside of like just mowing the yard but like um what do you call that like weed yeah. or whatever like with the little weed thing Weeder, yeah. um yeah I sometimes I'll pay most times I'll pay a family member to do it for me <laughs> so like I hear those little jokes in that but it's like well I don't like to do that stuff yeah. and if I have the means to pay someone to do it who would do it then might as well you know <laughs> use my resources but uh, but yeah no I've definitely heard that growing up especially just especially being the only boy out of three sisters yeah. like I've always heard all kinds of crazy jokes or or mean jokes I guess but um, but for me I'm like okay like enjoy your rough knuckles. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Like, how is me having lotion on my hands? How, how does that affect you? you yeah. Know? But, but yeah, I always feel like it just comes down to someone's own like insecurity. Like, I'm secure in myself. I'm secure in my, I guess, my manhood. Yeah. Where I don't need to like fall into those old like I don't know stereotypical things of like a man should do this right what you know yeah I know that like for example I've teased one of my good friends who you know uh has 
like cheese grater like like that's how hard his <laughs> elbows are like the skin is just so rough and cheese grater like it's like it like one time we were walking and his elbow brushed against my arm and was like jeez that hurts like who <laughs> so we had to look at his we looked at his <laughs> i was like oh move your ass. <laughs> my my senorita arms are hurting <laughs> <laughs> and so and so like uh-huh. we were teasing him about that but it wasn't like i i was the way i was coming at the joke was more of a dang one like like take care of that like that <laughs> does that hurt yeah. or like you know i just said his name too i was trying not to <laughs> I know, just put him on blast damn one but, <laughs> but you know like there's little things like that where we just kind of tease the joke because we're friends but i don't really mean anything by that like his his elbows don't affect me. Yeah. Like I'm not. You know, like, <laughs> those are Hillary's those are, those elbows. Are, like, <laughs> Hillary, lather him down. She's got to till. Yeah. When he's asleep, yeah. rub those elbows. Yeah. I'll cheese grater them down. <laughs> just <not bad. laughs> But like, she's great. I'm, I'm just thinking about like even just the skincare stuff though. Like for me personally, mm-hmm. I don't have a routine either. Like mostly it's like I'll shave in the morning because I always got to do that, mm-hmm. and I don't really got to use any of the face cleaning. Like my skin has never really been like that, so I've never really had to have a routine. Um, but mm-hmm. I will use. I'm very loyal to the brand Avino. I feel like like my skin's always popping in that. I always feel soft. That I always mm-hmm. feel hydrated. It always feels like um but i have used uh, clay mass in the past like you know when i just want to relax relax like i'm just oh, having yeah. some like you know me time where i just want to relax i've done those i've done um the kind of mass that like, i like harden in your face and like kind of peel the dirt mm-hmm. off i like those i was gonna say i like those ones you also do with the with the eyes oh yeah the, the under the, the eye, eye your yeah because it kind of like gives your eyes like that little tingle where it feels Ooh, like a tingle like- <laughs> Like tightening up. I don't know what it is, but it, I I enjoy them. I bought a few for myself at the house where sometimes I'll just sit there and just right you know, put them under my eyes. Like whoop. Um, but do you use nose those poor nose strips? Because like blackheads are a thing too that I don't really worry about. But I mm-hmm. do those from time to time because I'm like I I do, but I don't do them a lot because I hear they're also that's also bad for. Oh me. yeah, like, I heard that too. Poor stripping, but I've seen different videos where dermatologists are like like don't do those. It's bad. Blah blah. blah. So I don't do them all the time. But um, I have in the past. Yeah. I've definitely done them. I don't know for some reason it's like one of those like weird like like sensations where I'm like watching it like pull out of my like it's like one of those things where it's like oh wow that's really cool. Yeah. I don't know like I can walk you like you know like if you're scrolling social media and you see those things where people are like popping things or breaking yeah. things. It's like one of those like weird things where you just like oh, wow. yeah. Hmm. I feel like that's how it is with like no strips. Like I'm always just like huh, interesting. <laughs> you know like it's one of those things where I, I don't know but it's yeah I, I I try not to do them as much just because after I watched that video about them being bad for your nose or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but I have definitely have used them just because. So let me ask you a question. What have you like what are your thoughts on like what what have you heard about like grooming for women and men that like has stood out to you especially in culture because i'll share really quick and maybe that'll give you time to think about it but like mm-hmm. for example latina women there's i remember annette who would used to like wax her face like she wasn't really hairy or anything but she was concerned that like that she would have hair on her face and people would like say something mm-hmm. about it um this isn't related to grooming but i've also had like family members and friends who have done like botox 
Fox uh, to keep that youthful appearance, even if they don't look old. Uh, but I feel mm-hmm. like all these grooming things with our face, like we're all just trying to take care of our skin. Like we just, it does help my confidence to yeah. have nice skin, which is why I continue to do the things that I do. Um, but there is a lot of pressure I feel more on women than men to like, yeah. to have the nicer oh, skin. Sure. Um, and then hence the makeup. Like if you were a male um, and makeup would help like your confidence, like let's say you had something that you were just uncomfortable with would do you think you would use makeup mm-hmm. if it could help uh i mean if it was making me feel more confident then probably you know i mean i know people like who are like on tv and stuff like they have like like what is like the powder yeah. like so they're not like looking greasy and stuff yeah. and i mean i probably would if if i had to be on a tv like yeah you know, behind a camera all the time. But yeah, I mean, I feel like whatever you feel like is going to help your confidence do, do it. it. But I, don't, I wouldn't also, but also too, it's like one of those things where it's like those standards that come from like main, like, you know, mainstream society that we have to look a certain yeah. way or we have to be a certain way, which I feel like nowadays people are breaking away from that, yeah. but there still is a lot of things where people have like little phobias of, you know, so, yeah. but I think in due time, like I feel like people will start being more, I think, comfortable in the skin that they're in or just being more inclusive with things but yeah i mean and we i feel like oh yeah i was gonna say we still have a ways to go too because grooming is like taking care of your skin but there's also some people that like don't want to groom um that don't Mm -hmm. care to groom and just want to be natural and there's nothing wrong with that either if that makes you happy then you know that's yeah do it uh but there's still some societal like stigma on that like if you're not if you're if you're not you're not manly enough or you're not yeah i i mean for me like one thing that i enjoy is getting pedicures like i'll go with my mom and for me it's like obviously yeah it feels good when they're like rubbing your feet and your legs and stuff but it's also a good time like i get to like bond with my mom too like we can sit there and just like i don't know catch up or whatever if my sisters join then it's like oh we're having this moment where we can like you know be with each other and and catch up or whatever but also still like get a pedicure because it's i mean who wants rough feet you know so i mean i i'm all for like i'm i'm so big on self-care though too and i think people that follow me on instagram know that about myself like you see i get massages you see i get like a weekly haircut like i'm always kind of constantly doing things where it's my own like self-care like it's like this is what makes me feel good so i'm gonna do what makes me feel good and i don't care what if you think it's girly or if you don't think it's whatever like i don't care you know so i i have a question to ask you what is one thing grooming wise that you would never do like just one thing that you're like "Hmm, not for me and that's not like a judging (laughs) thing it's just like Uh uh-huh um i mean i probably wouldn't do like botox or like fillers or things like that because i feel like i wouldn't necessarily need them i feel like i have like i'm okay with the lips that i have you know (laughs) um thankfully they're both there you know so <laughs> i have that um i mean i don't know i i don't know if there's some i mean i just feel like those type of stuff like the botox and things and i also too like i don't feel like i i, I mean, this could maybe even be a native thing but i feel like we age pretty well where i don't like we don't need it really yeah, that makes sense uh, 
And um, for me, I mean, I just saw this post on like Instagram. It was like, it's like, it was like something like throwback to 2017. And I was like, oh, dang. I like, there's like probably like the only thing that's really different about me was my hairstyle. So it's like, yeah. I don't really feel like I've aged <laughs> super bad or, you know, yeah. so um, just things like that, I guess, Botox or like fillers or I don't know, things where I feel like I don't, I don't know. Do you feel like people in your community and culture still, still see uh like grooming as kind of like a negative thing for men because I, mm. I i know cousins that would probably never go get a pedicure because the stigma associated with it or <laughs> like you know trying to look nice or have nice skin could be considered like a feminine thing and so they they mm. wouldn't do that um so do you think that that's still something that is prevalent like in your community you think and oh for sure and as a follow-up what message would you share with people who still think that like is there a message that you would like to mm. give? I mean, yeah, I feel like that's definitely a big thing still. I don't feel like it's as much as in this younger generation as it was when my when I was growing up, but cuz I feel like people prioritize like self self-care nowadays yeah. or prioritize themselves. So, I do know that there are still like comments and people feel that you know whatever type of way but if i were to send out a message to anyone um my mind is always like who cares what people think who cares what they say because most times they won't say it to your face anyways yeah. but um i'm just so big on self-care like i feel like you have to you have to take care of yourself mm -hmm. you know like you if you want to feel good and if you want to like look good or whatever looking good means to you like just do it like yeah. who cares what someone or what society has to say if it's if it's you know not as masculine getting a pedicure or or whatever i just feel like for me it's my own body it's my own choice yep. if i'm gonna go out and get a massage and a pedicure and a haircut and a steam mask i don't mean i don't know I, i'm just gonna do it just because it's it's for me it's not for no one else yeah. like it's you know some people probably need that you know i see some people's skin and <laughs> um and most times it's if someone that has something to say it's usually people who who need it you know so it's like take a take a page out of my book no i'm just kidding but um no i, I that just would be my message like who, who cares what people yeah. say because I, I i feel like that's how i live my life like i really don't care what anyone thinks or says about me just because i i know who i am and yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm okay I'm good amen, amen cheek x amen let's <laughs> let's switch it up a little bit and start to, talking about cooking uh culturally how is oh. cooking uh viewed uh, for you and then what what would you say is a double standard uh within that that like you push back on mm -hmm. so for me like for my family i can't speak for all like native people but in my family, in my native family, the most part, I mean, the most like family events, it's always the women that are cooking. Like it's always the moms, the aunties, the grandmas, the sisters, cousins. It's all of like, it's mostly women cooking. But I feel like unless it's like grilling or anything, I feel like that's always been like the dads and uncles yeah. and stuff, you know, but but like all the kitchen stuff, I feel for my family, you know, it's always been women. But I feel like nowadays it's still like like when we have big family thing, it's still like mostly on my mom and her sisters and my grandma and all them are doing all this stuff or my sisters yeah. but but we have come a long way where like i cook you know and i stand on this 10 toes like i'm probably one of the better cooks in my family just because yeah. i enjoy cooking and i will say that with my ch all my chest i'm a better <laughs> cook than um no but and then i have also other cousins who are guys that cook too yeah. like i always see their stories where it's cool i'm like oh cool like my one of my cousins is always cooking for him his, his family for his girlfriend and his kids yeah. and i'm like that's cool because it's like you're teaching your kids that like it's okay 
for them to cook for their families yeah. or their, you know, like it's just one of those, it's like breaking that cycle of like only the women should be cooking right. or whatever. But yeah, no, I, I mean, that's just how my family is. But I feel like my family is also like, we don't expect it out of the women in our family. Like we're not like my dad's on over there like, oh yeah, you better dish me out. You know, like he's yeah. not telling my mom to do that. Like if she does, it's because she's doing it because she, she loves him or yeah. But for them. Yeah. But for the most part, it's not like my dad and them are like, they're not like disrespectful about it because if they were my, I'm sure my family, like my family is so my the women in my family are so like strong willed. They wouldn't put up with that they're like whatever you get it yourself you know so i don't see any of like the men in our family really disrespecting like the women but um i mean that's just how i see it in my family but and the one thing about me though is like and it's crazy because like i i mean my younger sister we get into this like debate all the time about like when it comes to being in a relationship or whatever, like the expectations. And I always personally, like I've had like probably one, maybe like serious type of relationship where she would like serve me. And like, she knew what I wanted on yeah. my plate, how much, like it was just, to me, it was like, it was like, dang, like that feels really nice that someone cares about you enough to know what you yeah. want. And it's like the same, like if I would do the same thing, like, like, Oh, you want something I'll, you know, whatever, but I didn't expect it from yeah. her. Like, I'm not like, Hey, Go dish me out. I'm hungry. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't like no disrespectful thing. But my little sister's like, I am never going to serve no man. He can get his own plate. Yeah. <laughs> like she's, she's in a, but she's from a different like generation from me yeah. though. Like that she, makes you sense. Know, we got a good couple of years. So I always think like, I mean, yeah, that's fine. You don't have to do it. But I mean, it's just one of, for me, I'm like, it feels nice when it is done. Like it's like, oh, like, yeah, you well, like, it's, you care about me. It's almost <laughs> like if, if, if whoever, wants to as a sign of like they they cooked and they wanted to like serve you and like, yeah that makes sense um in latino culture chicas it's expected that the women like do the cooking um but it's also like a thing of community so i remember like growing up and all the women would make the tamales while the men did like something else but like it would be a time for the women to bond and like catch up and mm -hmm. so culturally that's like a thing um but there's even like an added layer to that because like if you ever go to like a latino party the women are expected to serve the men and if like mm -hmm. if you bring your novia over or whoever uh you know the it would be expected for her to go and like serve you and bring it help. back yeah. Uh, yeah and help too um yeah and i know that some tias like if if you know your your girlfriend whoever comes mm -hmm. over and they don't do that they just sit there they'll say things about like especially if they are of the culture though they'll, they'll comments yeah. to make and so like there's still that mm -hmm. pressure from like a lot of angles not just the men but also the women yeah. the older women especially have this mindset about like their roles and what the women should be doing um but that's mm -hmm. like even another topic itself because that, that even goes with yeah. like i would say like, that's right yeah i would say that's very common with natives too like it's like it's like if you don't help then you looked at like oh then they're gonna remember like oh yeah daniel's girlfriend didn't even help yeah, out like, didn't even help us clean or, or didn't help us do then it's like or she don't yeah yeah, yeah. like it yeah. is one of those things like i feel like the toxic like masculinity and toxic what would be like I think that's still toxic. What's the word? I think like that's still toxicness. Or well, what is the? I don't know what the yeah. the right term is, but it comes from both sides. Yeah. You know, it really does. But um, 
And then too, like I always think about if I were to bring someone around my family, like I always think like, okay, which one, which side am I going to introduce, introduce them to first? Because I feel like my dad's <laughs> side of the family is very like my dad's side of the family is very old school too. Oh, like I see. all my aunties, all like the cousins, like all the girl cousins, all my aunties are the ones that are doing all that stuff too. Or my mom's side seems to be like it's a mixture. I feel More like relaxed, but yeah, but I'm like I don't know. Like I feel like if I would bring around my like aunties on my dad's side, I'd be like, man, you gotta. Like I'd have to give her a word and like, hey, whatever they say, just <laughs> let it rub off of you. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, you know, we've been, you know, but then even with my mom's side too, because there's definitely, so, I mean, you know, every family's got their like shady yeah, relatives yeah. that make comments, so it just, it just comes with the culture. But it does. Um, I was gonna share too that I love to cook personally. Like there's some mm-hmm. dishes that everybody says I cook the best out of everybody in the family. So like I and I and I mm-hmm. love to cook too. Even when we were in college, right? We started off cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, bland chicken with like rice and stuff but, <laughs> rice but we, and pasta salad we elevated you know chicken's like oh, we've come a long way <laughs> and, no, no, and even no. in my family uh you know like i have a cousin who's starting his own like catering business for mexican food mm. and i'm like he's you know traditionally that would be a male thing but like he's also a good cook like he he loves cooking and i just feel yeah. like in terms with cooking especially from like a cultural perspective like my mom has dishes that my grandma has passed down to her that she knows how to make because of mm-hmm. my grandma and i yeah. i want to learn those i want to be in the kitchen with my mom i i want to know about my grandma like i yeah i want to bond with my it's mom. like that connection like, yeah i want to have those cool memories so i that's the way i see these things like if i yeah if i'm gonna get like good things out of it if i'm gonna make good memories with my family and make connections like i'm i'm gonna do them and i'm not gonna care um right let's talk a little bit about emotional expression chick what kind of double standards oh. uh do you oh. see put on like you versus others uh in terms of like showing emotion oh um obviously like i've mentioned this on the podcast in previous episodes you know growing up in a native household as men uh we're not taught to express ourselves we're not taught to like be emotional it's just one of those things like oh you toughen up like it's all right like could be you know it's one of those things like could be worse or you don't even know what they've been you know it's like a like a oppression olympics you know everyone's like i've had it harder you don't know what it's like you know so um my personal experience i've grown up um not really expressing emotions like if i did it was always to myself and no one would see me like i remember like one time when I actually got caught, I remember I was feeling so embarrassed. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe my grand. Like one time it was like after like, I think it was like the first, like maybe my first heartbreak or something. I was in my room crying and like, and I, it was late. Cause I was like, you know what? It's late. Everyone's asleep. No one's going to hear yeah. me. And apparently like my grandma heard me. <laughs> and when I opened my door, there was a toilet paper roll there. So I was like, what the heck? You oh. know, trying to play it off. And then my grandma was like, yeah, I heard you. So I thought you needed this. And I was like, oh no, I'm good. You know, <laughs> like try to play it off because i just never i guess i just was never raised to like you know express those emotions like open but it was always okay for all the women to do that like it was okay for i remember seeing like my sisters upset or my aunts or cousins or you know even my grandma like they'd always be openly like crying and stuff but yeah it was always like the men we just never did that in in front of people i don't yeah. know it's just one of those weird things it's something that i'm still working on to this day to get over like i'm already i'm big on like, i can express my feelings now and be okay and go through them yeah. but i still have 
my own things where it's in my own like my own silent battles i guess dealing with that like yeah oh it's like i had to tell myself like it's okay like everyone freaking cries everyone gets yeah. heartbroken everyone gets played or everyone you know like some people get played more than others Keani. <laughs> um no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> I, no but you know like it's just one of those things like it's just a constant up and up and down like yeah i always try to promote it though especially because i have you know i have like an influence on my younger cousins or yeah. younger community members so i try to express like it's okay to express your feelings yeah. and but i'm also very open and vulnerable about it too like it's something i battle with too yeah. like i'm the same way a lot of us grew up the same way yeah. so it's it's but yeah i i mean i feel like that's just from my own experience with my own like native family so you know, native. i i was gonna say that a lot of your experience is mine as i see it, as it relates to like just my, my latino experience growing up i thought like i remember being told as a little kid like no yores don't cry because that's for viejas that's for mm-hmm. that's for women uh i'd hear that from uncles i hear that from my dad i'd hear that from you know like mm-hmm. any, everybody even the women like only the girls cry yeah. until like right away you're you're just taught like hide that hide that shit yeah and then the other part with that chick is like crying could be like i like personally i will never let if i can help it i will never let anybody see me cry in public but that's just more mm-hmm. of like my thing like i if I'm going to go through like yeah. something that's making me cry, that means I probably need some alone time to process it first. I don't want nobody yeah. asking me about it. I want nobody trying to comfort me. Like I just need to go through my feelings on it. But the thing yeah. about that too is like, I like even as a little kid, because we were told to hide our like, our emotions and how we felt it, um, it was also mm-hmm. very common for us not to say I love you um, and oh, yeah. that's something that we've kind of been like just as adults that we we're kind of able to pa- mm-hmm. push through but it was uncomfortable in the beginning imagine thinking that it's uncomfortable to tell your family that you love them um, that was definitely right. something that like I I went through and now with all like my nieces and nephews we tell them I love you every time like my my uh, my niece Valerie I'll be like mommy I love you do you know that and she'll say yes Theo, you tell me every day I know <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, good. And what I tell her yeah. when she tells me that is I laugh because I think it's funny, but also I say good. Mm-hmm. And don't you ever forget it because like, I, I need right. her to know that I love her. If something happens to me, yeah, I need her to know that I loved her. And I, now she knows. And she tells me that every day. Yeah, Theo, you tell me every day. And I'm like, well, good, <laughs> good. Cause I didn't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. You're like, be thankful. Yeah. I'm like, you you have it easy yeah just kidding but that, yeah it's you know it's those things too and i and i think mm-hmm. even with the little kids the little boys that we have because all the other uh nieces and nephews are boys or little boys mm-hmm. we're saying i love you and they say i love you back and it's like good that's like i want that to be something that's normalized and i want our family right. to just know that because life is short and so mm-hmm. um i'm also mm-hmm. telling my my nephews whenever they cry i'm like it's good to go through your feelings but like we need you know like you need to understand that whatever you're crying about like let's let's talk about it let's you know not in a weird yeah. like like we got to talk about everything you're crying about but in a way of like let's learn how to process your feelings in a health let's talk about why right. you're feeling what you're feeling and why it's so frustrating that you need to cry in a way that is is healthy like instead of hitting things mm-hmm. instead of uh crying out loud and throwing a fit like let's 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 mm-hmm. talk through this and so i felt like that's been something that has 
been um, a lot easier to do now that I'm an adult. Um, and I hope that mm -hmm. for the kids as they get older, like showing their emotions is not going to be anything that they're concerned about uh, in terms of even getting yeah. picked on by friends. They'll just be able to say, uh, dude, it's normal. I'm just processing right. what I'm feeling in a healthy way. Move on. Uh, that's that's yeah. the goal anyways. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I, I agree. I feel it. You know, I feel like when the time comes of when I do have my own kid, I definitely will, you know, try to like teach them that it's okay to yeah. feel these emotions. It's okay to, you know, just be a person, you know, at the end of the day, we're all just people with emotions. Yeah. So it's like, it's okay to go through all that and stuff. But um, yeah, and I'm going to tell them like, don't get your heart broken. You, you, I allow you one, I allow you one heartbreak and that's it. Cause that's what happened to me. I had one heartbreak and never had it broken. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so like, and that's another thing I have to work on too, obviously with therapy and everything else is like letting the wall down, yeah. and like being able to like, because I feel like too, like if you've been like in love with someone and then you, it ends in a bad way. And I feel like the second time around, you're so much more guarded. Oh, yeah. you're so it's, it's, it's different. Like it's not the same. So it's like one of those. Yeah. It's, it's well, lot. and also it's with, <laughs> with just the emotion piece, I think loving your twenties is different than loving your thirties. Like, oh, for sure. Like at this point, I haven't had love in my thirties yet, but <laughs> I've only just turned thirty this um, well, like a couple months ago. I wouldn't call it love. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Chickex. But I think, um, yeah, I'm I'm there with you. I'm glad that we're both on the same page. And I hope that if you're listening and you're like really thinking about like how like if people are like of a different mindset of us and they're thinking how cheesy and corny that mm -hmm. these guys are here being like. <laughs> about your feelings like cry it out uh i would yeah. i would ask the question to you to consider like what's stopping you from doing that um what oh. what oh. what barriers are in your oh. head about like the type of person oh. you need to be and why you're mm. why you have those thoughts you know what i mean wow uh yeah wow just uh just a little nugget ding, ding, ding. Little nugget chick yeah. Uh, one more let's let's talk one more thing about um double standards and i think this one will be fun mm. uh and share as you oh. feel comfortable but what about uh sexual behaviors and labels cheek what are oh. what are Ooh. double standards that have you you have heard and then like how are you yeah like how are you navigating those mm, i mean i feel like the double standard especially in like sexual behaviors and labels uh I, especially as men you know it's like it's kind of you're kind of taught i guess even maybe even at a younger age like not like super young but like at an age where you're like starting to like you know start doing things yeah, i guess thinking about those you, things you, yeah you hear about especially from other like you know maybe older family members who are men or you know whoever about like go out and do this or go get the, you know they're, they're like encouraging you to pay, basically go through like your hoe phase yeah. you know and it's like okay and normal and it's like yeah like use out living his life but when it comes to like my girl cousins or my sisters like you better not have no man you better not you know like i've heard that where like things have been like a double standard where it's okay for me to go out and be rugged but if my little sister or my nieces it's not okay for them because they're like no you gotta be respectful you gotta do this you gotta do yeah. that you know it's like one of those things where it's like well like i mean well, they can do whatever well, they want and then they're you know? then they're angry at the men that your sister or whoever are dating that they might do those things right to the women right. when they're 
they're perpetuating those ideas. That's the same. With, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. That's like something where and it, it's so funny because like I remember a time when um I was like uh I'm like, how do I say this without it being too much? Um, One time I got in trouble through like it was back in high school texting. And I remember I was talking to this girl and we both are just like flirting or whatever. You know, we were, I think we were like seniors in high school. So we we're like, old, you yeah, know, you're older. older freshman art yeah so we were just like texting and things and i remember um my mom went through my phone and saw those texts and was like oh my gosh daniel like how dare you like well she wasn't really most like she was mad at me but then she also was like and that little you know like she's like how why is she texting this and i'm like oh my gosh mama it's like it's not just her it's me too you know (laughs) like and then i remember my mom like took my phone away and then my dad and she's like told my dad like you better talk to him and i remember we had to like talk to my dad outside and he was like well are you at least being safe you know like he was all like it wasn't a big deal like he was kind of like well yeah. like kind of like like good get on you son yeah. you know but um i always think about that because i was like my mom was really trying to like blame this you know girl where i'm like yeah. no mom like i like I was rugged too, you know, but yeah, it's almost like in this day and age now, like people are still the mindset that, you know, that women are just not sexual beings. And I, I'm not speaking right. for women here, but, um, you know, it, it's almost like, no, ever, if, as long as people are consenting and of age and if they mm-hmm. want to do adult things, then, you know, do what makes you happy. And the the yeah. other double standard, tell me if you've heard this too, Chikex, is the more like when a man sleeps with multiple women, many women, in fact, and you've seen this in like music videos, like movies, like this thing perpetuate about men, like just having all these women and how they're the man mm. and they're, you know, they're <laughs> like, it's this high achievement. But when women do that, then they're like slut shamed or they're like labeled, right. like, you know, horrible words. And mm-hmm. that's definitely one of the biggest double standards I've seen in, in in my culture too like i've just it's very prevalent yeah. it's still like you know there's judgment on women who have multiple uh babies by different dads and it's like well where's mm-hmm. that judgment for the men too that are having all these kids with different yeah like that's that's not something you really hear about and obviously that's yeah. problematic but it's just like if, if people want to do adult things if they're consenting to it who cares you know it's their life yeah um yeah that's it's literally i feel like if it ain't if it ain't affecting me then i really don't care what anyone does you know yeah. like if and, and I, I think that's like one of the cool things about like having you know cousins and, and a younger sister and all them like they're like living their lives as like they're not like you know chasing dudes like they're like career driven you know yeah. like they're out just doing whatever they want to do and it's like they're not like apologizing for no. it which i'm like you know what more power to right. you like do you sister yeah. you know like, <laughs> like that's how i feel like if it if, hey if it it works for you then that's all that matters if it, like you said as long as you're being you know like safe about it or whatever like i really does i really could not care right. what people do like it's just not my it's not my thing to care about what others do it's only my thing to care about what i do right um but. and in the end i feel like especially if, um, as i'm thinking about like when i have kids or something i think the message i'm mm. going to say is i just need to be informed about all the things and um in, in terms of just like sex here's things to be aware of here's things 
things that could happen if you yeah. have it. Here's uh, diseases you might catch, like you, you know, and it's very a very intimate thing. So like, make sure you're only doing it mm -hmm. with someone that you trust and care about. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know, like have normalizing those conversations in a way that's not awkward or creepy. I think right. is 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 important. But in terms of like sexuality, like yeah, go go do whatever you whatever you know mm -hmm. whatever moves your boat. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like I'm still in my whole face, so it's all right. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm still enjoying my uh, young thirty um, rugged yeah. face. No, I'm just kidding. But. Well, and and definitely like with sexuality, I know beliefs play a big part into like people oh, yeah. leaning into Religion. like yeah, and that's fine. Like if if your passion and your your virtues say one thing to you, <laughs> and you you believe honestly believe in that, like go for it. You know what I mean? Like that's that's yeah. your prerogative, and but mm -hmm. pushing your own beliefs onto other people on how they should live based off of your ideology that's problematic you know what i mean yeah. so those are things to, to think about um anyway chick x mm -hmm. and anything else that you want to touch on for the subject um no i feel like that was a pretty you know i feel like we covered a lot yeah, and you know we're covered a lot and we're almost at our hour time yeah. you know our last episode was the longest episode <laughs> ever um, I still haven't even listened to all of it yeah. yet because I, I listen to I always listen to podcasts or whatever when I'm driving yeah. but I haven't drove that far anywhere <laughs> recently so I was like dang an hour and a half <laughs> yeah. longest episode ever but it's all good it was a fun episode it was but, but other than that um, it was fun Chick-X because I've listened to it a couple times I have been commuting and I'm like I listen oh. but particularly the <laughs> intro I just cannot stop laughing and then I e texted me yeah. yesterday last night I was like, oh, Javi, I listened to that again. I cannot stop laughing. I'm like, yeah, it was, it was a good one. Um, all right, Chikex, let's let's shift gears here into our language lesson segment. What do we got today? Mm -hmm. So today for the the language lesson, we will be teaching you all how to say I don't know in Nimi Putimt so in Nimi Putimt, how to say I don't know is just Kutnu. Kutnu, Chikex. Kutnu. Kutnu. Yeah. Like, what time is it? Kootenoo? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> who's that? Kootenoo? <laughs> I, I always love the who's... Uh, hey, who, how's that? Who's that? Kootenoo. Yeah. Don't know him. Who, who cares? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> All right. To say, I don't know in Spanish, you would say, yo no sé. 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 <laughs> uh, well Cheek that was good. Um are you ready for these these shady questions are <laughs> They're kind of shady. I'm sweating it, Cheek X. I'm sweating. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Are you ready for these? And, uh, okay. So first question. Okay. So let's do the spiel. If this is your first time listening to the Brown Sound Podcast, at the end of each episode, we always ask three shady questions that could usually kind of maybe, you know, end up in the hot seat or yeah. in, you know, hot waters with your amigos or whoever. But, um, so we ask three questions and you only get to answer or you get out of answering only one so you have to answer two and if you're brave enough you can answer all three all right so with that being said our shady questions goes number one do you think body count matters? <laughs> oh oh okay <laughs> number two 
What is one thing you like about your personality and one thing you don't like? Okay. Oh. Okay. And number three, social media flirting. Have you ever posted a picture on social media to get a reaction from your crush or just, you know, someone who you're feeling or whatever? Yeah. And do you think people liking your picture is also a sign of them being interested in you? Oh, that's a lot to unpack. Okay, we're going to start. So do I think body count matters? Uh, No, we, <laughs> we just said body positive, right? Like, go out, do your thing. Be yeah, people that's do. the thing. I would just be concerned about like and obviously i wouldn't say this but like just in turn i'd be like am i the less experienced one <laughs> i don't know anything like, do i even know what teach i'm doing me. <laughs> uh teach so do i think it matters uh no no i don't uh but i'd still be like wait, like do, do i just not know anything in life am i <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If I'm always being yeah. taught something, I'm like, damn. Like, I'd, I'd be like, wondering, <laughs> like, what, what life have you lived? Oh, who taught amazing. you that? <laughs> so, who taught you that trick? <laughs> so there's, there's that. Wow. <laughs> oh, so oh, talented. Oh, oh my dios! My mama said no to this. Yeah. <laughs> oh my dios! <laughs> Um, what is one thing you like about your personality and what is one thing you don't like? One thing I like about my personality, I would say that I like that I'm a loyal friend. I would, I would, mm -hmm. I would say that. Um, and I, but it, it does take a while for me to let people in. So, I mean, that's something that I'm also mm -hmm. working on. I'm very guarded about who I let in, but like once you in, we mm -hmm. good, we real good. Um, mm -hmm. one thing mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. like about myself, I, I will say this and maybe it is a grudge, but I'm not one to really hold grudges but I feel like if you're somebody who I thought was a close friend and you slighted me, like if I feel betrayed, oh. uh, be that by oh. action, by words, by, you know, mm -hmm. intentions, um, I, I, I'm not forgiving. I'm not. That's just one thing that... Mm, even, you, you want. even with people who cross my friends i also kind of have that mm -hmm. so like if you mess with a friend i i'm not gonna like you like even if you guys are yeah. cool later and make up i that's always gonna be a thing in the back of my head about how mm -hmm. you slided my friend but yeah. i don't hold on to those things and i don't i don't hold on to like those thoughts about that person it's only when i interact with them again that i remember mm -hmm. and i i'm like mm, i'm good on you mm -hmm. i'm good so I think that would be something that I know I need to work on because I, I do think people need second chances. I do think that we need to give people opportunities. Um, but that don't mean that you got, it got to be the same. Uh, you know, the relationship yeah. needs to be back to what it was. I, I don't know. Those are things that I, that I've thought of. Um, and for sure that question was like, wow. I, I know what to say. Um, <laughs> Oh, social media. You're, yeah, you're you're not very forgiving, Chica. Right? I, I that's very true. I know that. I know that. I need to work on it. I need to work on it. Um, social media flirting. Have I ever posted a picture on social media to get a reaction from a crush? Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, yeah, I have. You're like your your last picture. <laughs> There's there's some pictures that I post that I'm like feeling myself on where I'm like, damn, that's that's definitely a good one. Uh and so mm. I will post and I'll definitely go and look at who likes. Oh I will mm. uh, do that. But I don't do that all the time, you know what I mean? Just like yeah, if I yeah, know. Yeah. Um and I've also done now I'm gonna go through your likes and see <laughs> I would also say like I in the past I used to do like selfies on my social media, like on my stories. Oh and I haven't done one of those in a minute, but yeah, like I 
yes, I have done that mm. shamelessly. Yes, I'm gonna be honest. I have. Mm. Um, do you yeah. think people liking your pictures are a sign of them interested in you? No, no, I don't. Uh, if I get a mm. like from a crush, it'll definitely get my hopes up for sure. Like, oh, they noticed me, or oh, they, you know, make a little tingling. <laughs> I don't tingle cheeks. Let's <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, thank you. You, you I know, know you, so I've, you just... I've thrown a like at a picture before. And I'm like, oh, bless their heart. You know, like I just oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like I've mm. I don't really care yeah, for like the if picture, they but I'm like, this person doesn't have any likes on this oh, picture. I don't think. Like, yeah, oh, maybe... I've done that. Like a sympathy <laughs> like. I wouldn't call it that. I'm... But I... <laughs> oh, well, I would. <laughs> I, you know, I've, I've done that. Or like, if I just see someone having like a really mm. happy moment, even if I'm not really connected mm. to whatever the moment is, I'll give it a like. Cause I'm like, I'm, mm. I'm here to give a like for mm. a happy moment. Like yeah. it just depends on the you situation. Like... You know what I mean? Yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah. I do think though, that yeah. not liking a picture <laughs> is also a sign of hating though. Cause there's some people that, oh, that will never like your Like stuff. those ghost followers. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's people who there's will follow and followers. never like, and you know, that's, mm-hmm. well, that's weird. but also I'm not concerned with that. Like I don't really care about that. I just right. I know I this is I see it and I, I see you. you. Yeah, I see you. So what about you, Chikex? What about Okay, so do I think body count matters? Um I mean honestly to at least like I feel like to a little extent. <laughs> like I mean I I mean I just I don't know I feel like for it goes both ways like I I'm not out here just you know being crazy and reckless and I would hope whoever I'm with is not doing the same yeah. thing um but do I care who people like if it's before me honestly I really don't care like I'm one of those people who like I feel like if I was ever gonna be like in a relationship again I'd probably be the most laid back chill boyfriend yeah. because I'd be like you know what I was before me I don't care like you go do you have fun as long as you respect me we don't have to be with each other twenty four seven you yeah. know like I'm so chill and laid back where I'm it's like as long as you respect me and I respect you, I'm gonna hold you down 100. But just like we don't have to be up on 24 yeah. seven with each other, you know. So I feel what? like body count. To, I mean, I guess to answer that, it would be no, because it's like, well, I don't really care who yeah. you. But before me, like, would, it doesn't matter. Would you give? Would you give her a chance though? If you had heard about her body count before, would that influence your decision <laughs> to be the next um, body count? <laughs> I'm like, I gotta get in on this. <laughs> everyone else has no um i mean honestly i don't know i feel like i just would if i mean when i am into like if i guess if i'm interested in somebody i don't look into like that part i'm more interested in like their personality and stuff and if say if they're like she's super cool and she's funny and has all this great stuff to her personality and just so happens to have a high body count then i'm like i don't care like she's making she making me laugh out of my chonies you know so it's (laughs) talk making me laugh too no i guess the way i was thinking about it too cheek um is if like depending like if the body count is because of all the relationships uh she's been in i i would just worry about dang am i where are we not gonna make it because she has had 10 relationships before us yeah that's what i would think about yeah yeah that could be a thing to consider um and what is one thing i like about my personality and one thing i don't like i think the one thing i like about myself is i am i feel like i am i mean not to copy your answer but i feel like i am a very ride or die like i'm a loyal friend like i i like that 
I go off of like these kind of like old school mentality of like you never go against the family, oh, yeah, yeah. like the Godfather. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like there's a lot of things where I'm like, you know what, I just wouldn't do that because that's I don't, you know, they're just they're just some things I think I think about the time I grew up in. I yeah. think really shaped me who I am. So um, I would say that just maybe being a loyal person. Yeah. Uh, one thing I don't like, um, I would say maybe the one thing I don't like is it's it's one of those things where it's like 50 50 because i don't like it but then i sh- i do because it helps me like move on and stuff is like not caring like i feel like uh, i should care about things and but i don't sometimes yeah. you know like like i feel like so for example i you know when it comes to friendships there are some people who i was close with for so long but coming to find out like they just move a different way where i don't really care for yeah. and it's like it's like we've been friends for this long time like do i fight for that friendship or am i i really just don't care because i'm one of those people like if you're in my life you're meant to be and if you're not you're not supposed to be yeah. so i just i move in that way of thinking like everything happens for a reason but i feel like sometimes i come off as like cold oh, because yeah. i am not fighting for something i've been friends with this person for how many plus years i could have been like hey like let's work on our friendship when i'm like no like you do you go be weird over there and leave me alone i'll see you when i see you you know um so that would be i think because one thing i don't like is like not caring i guess or just yeah i don't know it could be it comes it's it's good and bad you know um and for Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Chica, I was going to say, I, I, I get that, but also I feel like it's kind of like a protecting your peace thing. Like, yeah, like it's just like I don't need to deal with it. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. And like maybe but. you are you are in a certain level in your life where you're like more mature. And if you go back to that, it might just pull you back to old. Like, I get yeah. that. I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's just one of those things where I'm just like, <laughs> you know what? I, I made it this far in my life, like with the people around me and I don't need, I don't know. I'm just not. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it's one of those things, but okay. For social media flirting, have I ever posted a picture on social media to get a reaction from my crush? Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like sometimes on the stories, like, or if I'm like on travel or something, I'll post something like, Ooh, like to get that little, like, Oh, like he's more traveled, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I'm not just, you know, I'm not just going to like, you know, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I definitely have. But do I think people liking my pictures is sign of them interested? Um, no, I feel like the same as you. Like I'm also a sympathy liker. You know, like if I sympathy. see someone with less likes, I will go through and like it. But I do think if you like someone's story, like I feel like that's a little bit different than a post oh. because the story seems a little bit more because it's only you that can see who liked your story. Right. So if you're like shooting your shot, I don't think it's like shooting your shot, but I do think it's like saying like kind of like a like oh I like what I see type of thing. Like you're cute or whatever like sometimes i'll like a story but it also could just be a something i like too like it could be like a picture of like a family and their food yeah. or something but ooh, that looks good so i'll send it like but if it is flirting wise like if it is obviously a picture you want attention from yeah i'm gonna give it a little so how many double tap how many story likes are you getting where you're oh. like where you're like oh they, they're really interested like what would oh <laughs> Um, I feel like for me, so like, for example, there's, uh, I'm like, I'm not trying to tell my, tell my business, but there's someone who we definitely like every story. Oh. And it's just one of those things where we flirted around here and there in the DMs and stuff. And like, you know, in person, well, damn, damn you. <laughs> like a little, you know, like it's just one of those fun little, yeah, like, yeah. you know, like a little, like, it's not like a sneaky link, but like, it's like, you know, a like, sneaky, just chilling, like, a sneaky chat. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just like it's just one of those things. Like I said, not trying to spill my business out there because it's not that serious yeah. to me. It's just like it's like a fun thing. Fun. Yeah. It's just like it's just one of those things going back and forth. Like oh hey hey mm, mm, that looks good. Oh you look good. Oh <laughs> yeah, it's like uh-huh. uh huh. But no, I, I mean I'm just I love that for you. I Chica. think that you know what I said I'm open to whatever comes my way. I'm 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 just having fun. You know good. I'm that's I'm I'm just you know it's it's I feel like this also goes into our question earlier or no I don't know if we talked about that but like having a roster. Like, oh not it's not like a long list but it's I feel like it's okay to have you know couple like people you're interested in to talk about and then i guess it's just like whatever one you like the most is the one you really go for but i think as long as you're i mean transparent about it right because like if you're dating yeah yeah like like, just just call it what it is and and then yeah i think it's okay to right until you become more like yeah more like what do you call that like more committed yeah i was like what's yeah, I feel like I feel like it's okay to date more than one person because I feel like a date could also be just like a friend. Like, yeah. hey, let's just go chill and go grab dinner. Like that could be a f- like like because at the end of the day, you have to be a, their friend first. Yeah. I feel like you got to form that friendship first and know if it's gonna work out. And I just for me, I'm just you yeah. know, I'm really enjoying. I'm enjoying you know just I'm all the fruit the fruits of my labor. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but you know, just Instagram is crazy. I'll just. Yeah. Tell that is Instagram is is like it is I'm not active on like the dating apps but Instagram, I feel like, is my. I wouldn't use that say as my dating app, but it's where definitely you make connections. DMs have yeah, change. Make, yeah. yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, oh, you look really good. Oh, you look like hey, like you know, whatever. It's yeah, just, that's nice. You know, I was gonna ask you really uh, quick to close it out. Uh, have you ever posted a thirst trap? Uh, <laughs> a thirst trap. Um, well, one, I'm not. I'm never thirsty. Okay, I'm fully hydrated. Uh, I drink my coos. I drink my water. No. Um, I mean, I don't know what what. What would a thirst trap be for me? Like posting my feet? Just kidding. <laughs> like, uh, no free, no free feet content. No. Um. No, I mean, I don't feel like I would post like a thirst trap, but I definitely posted. I think something to like be directed at someone's attention, and I wanted something yeah. directed at. And usually, it kind of works. Like, like ah, pink oh. target. Bing, you know, all uh, it's it works sometimes, but sometimes I feel like ah, it's annoying when like when you post, like you send out the thing that you want the response, and you get the response from people you don't want it from. Oh. I'm always like, ah, like don't reply to my story, please. <laughs> but this is not meant for you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but what about you? Uh, no, because when I think of thirst traps, I think of like, like you know, like someone. Like I I seen like but like girls that are in bikinis or guys that are buff like that's what I think of with thirst traps oh. you know what I mean like or like uh-huh. leave little to the imagination kind of things that's what I think of when I think <laughs> of thirst traps and I'm like no oh. I guess if I had six pack abs I I would I guess <laughs> I would post them all the time yeah. uh but okay. but no no I I for me personally I just don't feel like that's the way that I want to get the attention because yeah. I think that's setting us up for like I don't know like just like mm-hmm. something I do want, but not like that's the focus. Uh, you know what yeah, I mean? Like that's... Yeah. And I feel like too, also a thirst trap could be like, you don't even have to be like of you. It could definitely be like of maybe like, say you're on vacation and you're like kind of flexing a little bit like, oh, you're dropping some money on this oh, yeah. hotel. Or like, I feel like those could be a thing too. Like just to show like, this could be yeah. you too. But yeah, if you, you know, but anyways, I didn't expect to, I didn't expect to go into, um, well, now people know how you work, Chicks. 
<laughs> I know. Now I'm just. I'm like. Uh, I'm like. It's okay. DMs are open. I am not. It's not serious. It's all good. <laughs> nah. Hopefully, I don't get that. Hopefully, I don't get in trouble for saying that. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, I, I think we've unpacked a lot of good things in this episode. I love the conversations on the double standards because mm-hmm. we need to normalize like how top uh, how toxic that can be for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, the shady questions, I, I think thinking about like just myself and in terms of like what matters, I guess, and how I see the world and myself engaging with others. Um, I, mm-hmm. I didn't think, I, I think shady wise, yeah, like how we answered might affect somebody, but also I feel like we're saying things that probably a lot of people think too. You know what I mean? Like we're, yeah, like navigating the complexities of like trying to date or find like a partner or something like that. Like that's always hard. And like just talking through like our doubts and what we think about when we post and what we think about the interactions mm-hmm. people give us on our own social medias. Like, that's all interesting. Anyways, I hope if, if you think the same or you think different, I would like to hear about it. Um, you know, like, yeah. send us a DM. Let's talk about it. Uh, maybe you can be the next guest on the podcast. If you haven't oh. if you haven't yet, uh, please consider giving us a five-star rating on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It helps us come up in the searches and we always love to hear your feedback. Um, any last thoughts before we close out, GKX? Um, No. Hopefully, you know, for those that ordered our shirts uh hopefully we'll be getting to those to you soon um stay tuned make sure you follow us on instagram because we do we will have some exciting news you know next upcoming mm-hmm. weeks of just the brown sound evolving and growing and then just another event a possible event oh yeah in, coming in november coming in november so, I, in november i do have so. a quick update for the shirts chickx i have it confirmed that we will have them the 21st of october so if you're someone who ordered oh. if you're someone who ordered in lapway uh daniel will be down that weekend and he'll be bringing them up and mm-hmm. dispersing them if you ordered and you're down here in the area i will be reaching out um and then if you uh requested that we mail you the stuff they'll be mailed out uh hopefully that weekend to you so hopefully everybody can also post their pictures and tag us with their brown sound shirts yes. We're excited for that. hashtag brown sound podcast yeah i'm excited i'm excited cheek x i i have this brown hoodie on right now that I, my sister's going to pimp out with brown sound okay. logo so i'm excited for that i'm excited so that, uh, but all right, you guys. Well, this is a we almost beat our last episode about being the longest episode again. <laughs> and we're just we're just a lot of things to talk about. But no, anyways, thanks again for tuning in to the Brownstown Podcast. We appreciate all the support, all the love, all the shares, all the likes, everything. Don't we'll but yeah, see you later. We'll see you. See you next. Week. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> Cut to yo yo and muchas gracias for listening to the Brownstown Podcast. We had a blast with you all today, and make sure to tune in next. To follow us more closely, check us out on Instagram at the Brown Sound Podcast for partnership opportunities or just want to get a hold of us, you can shoot us a DM on Instagram. Disclaimer, the thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and hosts only.